Alright, we're going, we're going live, guys, in three, two... This is not a live stream. One. Okay, well, listen, but guys, real quick, before we actually start the show, we need something to spice this up, okay? So Josh, just... Kenny's gonna get a little annoying, alright? So just practice saying the N-word, get us to that new stratosphere, <laughs> and let's go. Wow. Let's go with the show. What's going on, everybody? Wow. Welcome to another Studio 149 podcast episode... This is the uh, mega discussion. This is the post E three discussion, and you know, again, because it's such a big event, I have to bring a couple of friends along with this for this discussion, and make it a a quote unquote mega discussion. I don't want to be that person, but you know, this is kind of a big deal because today, guys, we're joined by one half. You know what? You guys are individuals. You guys are your own people. We're joined today. By Kenny Castro. What's going on, bro? What up? What up? All right. Thank you so much for that, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> We're also joined by a friend of the show, Josh Liquid Mercury. Damn, oh, can we get his name the, right? I think the N word you were looking for was never. Never Mercury? Never. Yep. <laughs> Listen, let, let's let's drop that. Actually, someone's gonna say it by accident. And listen, no. listen. The third person I'm about to introduce is drinking some wine, so he might let it slip by accident. Okay, he's also been watching The Sopranos, so I'm just saying. The uh, what's it called? The uh, Gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined by the one, the only Wiley Homestead. Did I get that right? Forget about it. Hey, you see, this is the kind of energy that I need. What's going on, Wiley? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Glad to finally be on some Studio 149 content. Looking forward to talking about the show. All right. All right. So, you know what? The last episode was like 15 hours long. I want to avoid that. I want to get right into it. I wanted to uh, ask you guys right off the bat. What, what, what were you guys... You were going to say something. How's it going, everybody? I got no intro. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> oh, crap. Jesus Christ. You know what? Hold up. Hold it's up. Hold up. Hold up. There is no content Let's... without the goal. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I am so sorry. Uh, no, you know, not. I love you. No, no, no. It's cool. You're the I, best. I He's not sorry. He's not. Not. He doesn't appreciate you like I appreciate you, right man. Thanks a lot, Kenny. We, we got we to gotta start off on our own now, bro. Guys, oh, Vic, my Vic's God. Me with uh, Mr., Mr. Homestead over there. My cheeks are hot right now. That's how embarrassed I feel. But of wow, course, bro. guys, Put your is, your, away. is your face red too? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Video podcast. Man, should we do this? You know what? Forget it. Yo, of course, <laughs> we're enjoying it. But my favorite man in the world, I, I love you more than George Clooney. You're the best. The show is nothing without you. The YouTube channel is nothing without you. The one, the only, the enigmatic one, Mr. Lightman. What is going on, bro? Okay. Thank you for that energy. That energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm reaching out to him right now. I'm so sorry. I love Lightman's so like one word introduction. Just, like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I do feel bad. Now I feel like the rest of the show is gonna be terrible. 
but all right, right. Say, the, the, but to get back to, to the it, level with you, show that's the podcast that Kenny and I do. If you like what you're hearing throughout the rest of the show, I mean, I was gonna plug Sorry you. Shameless plug. I was going to plug you. Okay. All right, man. I guess I'm just fumbling everything today, huh? <laughs> Light man, please don't don't leave me floundering over here. Nah, be on floundering. He knows. He knows I can't do this by myself. But anyway, walk, I digress. Walk away, Lightman. I digress. I wanted, I wanted to have a a good discussion with you guys, Lightman included, of course. That uh, about <laughs> E3 that just happened. We had a lot of game announcements. We had a lot of awkward moments. We had a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. So let's get right into it. I know Lightman and I, we have a real special pre-E3 ritual. And I just wanted to ask, am I, am I crazy? Or are we crazy? Or do you guys also have a ritual as well? Or what? Before the show starts. So what do you, can you describe your ritual? Because, I mean, I'm not like doing a seance or doing a special prayer but what, what are you doing so we usually get like some snacks you know we'll run to the store or something just to get the vibes ready we'll play some music we'll play some some k-pop because i know my boy loves it cheese. what you picked up a chopped cheese from the bodega bro we moved to a new spot and they don't know what a chopped cheese is bro don't tell me that they don't know what that is bro that's wild. I would have just moved out. <laughs> we already signed the lease by the time we found out, bro. It was too late. <laughs> that should have been in the fine print. No, really should have, bro. But do you guys do anything before the show starts? Whether it's drink some wine, whether it's just, you know, you know Kenny. You know what I'm talking about, Kenny. Before you know, the show you starts. know how it is, you know. Little something, something. No, I, I'd say, you know, I, I set myself up my, with the snacks. You know, I don't got a, a trusty bodega that I can go to around here. So I hit up my my local 7-Eleven. And mm. I pick up my uh, the gummy candies, the Gatorade, the water, the smart water. The big one, too. You know, want to stay hydrated. And just, you know, get myself comfortable. I set up uh, two monitors, you know, just because I sometimes in between all the filler talk, sometimes I don't want to be, be watching anything. If I want to rewind on one screen and catch the live on another, then I could do that type thing. Damn, that sounds a lot cooler than my thing, actually. I just, I just got like chicken wings and stuff. What about you, Josh? Are you as invested into E3 as we are? Yeah, I mean, I always, I always, you know, get my box of, uh, of wine, but <laughs> yeah. then you, what you want to do is you want to open the box of wine and take the little plastic bag out of there with the little spout. You follow me so far? And then what you <laughs> want to do is every time Phil Spencer says exclusive, world exclusive, you slap the bag and you take a drink out of the nozzle. No. Oh, here, here we go with the PS fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> I said Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go with the PS fanboy over here Talk, uh, talking uh, bad about my boy Phil. PS fanboy, I, I will say that this year, as opposed to the last E3 2019, where Sony was there, where there was no E3 2020, um, it's lost a little bit of its luster for me. The fact that it's it's no longer in person, there's not that show floor feel. Uh, mm -hmm. Giant Bomb has really famous content where they interview people. They call it Giant Bomb at Night, where they just bring in all sorts of developers and people from other websites. And I always find that 
highly entertaining. Mm. So that not being there, along with Sony not being there, brought down my hype factor going in. But I think once all it was said and done, that I was pretty pleased overall this year. Um, but nah, I, I just I mean I like to watch it on my TV, make it make it like it's a sports event or something. Like I'm, I'm it only comes around once a year, but nothing too in particular. Nothing too crazy. All right. Understandable. I respect that. Hey, I respect everything you do, Wiley. All right? Guys, go check out his podcast, Level With You, on YouTube. They're at episode 100. Those guys are awesome. Kenny, less so. But it's a good show overall. Overall, it's a good show. So, actually, one thing that I found sort of interesting, and this might be a hot take. Obviously, I don't want to, like crap on any developers right but the conferences outside of microsoft and nintendo were not particularly good am i am i crazy in thinking this or was i the only one watching the shows like why are we or why did they do this because this is not i don't want to say a waste oh, of you time didn't, you didn't totally like you didn't totally tune in to hear verizon like talk about how they <laughs> had really good internet and they was gonna make video games better that's not what you were at E3 for? No, not at all. No. <laughs> or Square Enix's weird conference or Capcom's totally lackluster conference. Honestly, the only good thing that came out of Square was, honestly, chaos. You guys know what I'm talking about. Chows? Yeah, that thing we got to kill. Yeah. Chows? Chows are back? <laughs> what, what's the name of that game? It's Stranger in Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. There we go. Yeah. Strange, okay, Strangers um, in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Yeah, that I thought that game looks terrible, but the plot of it, I mean, it gets straight to the point, and you got to respect that. And for that reason alone, I'm going to get that game. But the other smaller shows, um, Josh, I, I know. Ubisoft was okay. Hmm? I thought Ubisoft was okay. Yeah. I Listen, the only reason I thought Ubisoft was was okay and I think Josh might agree with me. Is because of that game called what is it? Riders Republic. Oh Ooh. yeah, dude! So stoked for that. Yeah, that what? game. What? Yeah, I thought that looked cool too, and I, I said so during. I think it was the Game Awards, and nobody on level with you was really uh, vibing. When they first, yeah, yeah, when they mind. first announced it. Yeah, it's like a it's like steep 2.0. It looks pretty awesome. It does not. But, but there's different things <laughs> other than snowboards. There's bikes. There's like exactly uh, dirt, dirt bikes and snowboard. So there's we'll what see. is it? Air gliding. All that good stuff Air is going to be there. Well, it's going to well, be just Steep... as bad as deep dish pizza. Oh my god. <laughs> Steep had a bunch of different uh, like sports as well, but there was something about it that just didn't feel like you were actually playing on the mountain with other people. Whereas this one looks like it's all about the interaction. It almost looks like they're going like full MMO, but you just happen to be riding bikes and snowboarding yeah, and all that kind of stuff. It looks steep, pretty awesome. Not, the issue with Steep was because you were playing with bots and not with people. Nobody nobody bought it. <laughs> Yo, for real. True. <laughs> no no one was playing Steep. Lightman and I gave yeah. it a shot for like what? 30 seconds. Two Two hours, maybe. And then, yeah, we just put the game away. Really, really, really need is for EA to bring back SSX. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Like SSX 2012 was one of my favorite games, like up there with SSX 3, SSX Tricky, 
of like 1080 snowboarding, all that kind of stuff back in the day. Like I just, go yeah, man. <laughs> Kenny, go ahead. And now, and now we're getting shredders. At least Microsoft announced the new snowboarding game, so I, I'll I'll take that. Shredders. I'm over here with your with your PlayStation hate. Uh, PlayStation love to judge our Xbox game. <laughs> it's an exclusive, man. It's an exclusive. Yeah. Weren't you talking Bad about game. Xbox making exclusives is bad for the industry? <laughs> no, you you I I don't think you listen to the words I say, Kenny. <laughs> I think you just every time I say something, you just think I'm saying the opposite of what you're saying. No when job. in reality, we, we have the recording. I'm gonna sit back, right? When Lightman's doing the editing, and I'm gonna ask him, uh-huh. "Hey, listen, I went back on the last episode. I found where Josh was talking about his love for PlayStation and how bad Xbox making exclusives <laughs> are for the industry." Can you throw it's, that snippet in there to prove that I was right at this point right now? And then it'll play. Is that all going to sound suspiciously like you saying those words? Is that what it's going to sound like? <laughs> Josh, we sound completely different, Josh. But I think like, But you'll, it'll be like you doing like an impression, an impression of me. You'll throw in like a couple boop a boppies and just like call it a day. Did <laughs> you say a lot of boop a boppies? Uh-huh. <laughs> Good to know. Only half the time. He's only half Italian, y'all. Let's let's not forget about this, all right? Yeah. But is there anything outside of the uh, smaller conferences that especially stood out to any of you guys? I will say that just seeing the announcement of Tiny Tina's Adventures, uh, was it? Mm. Um, from Gearbox? Wonderland, yes. Um, that actually I was like very intrigued about. I was like, oh, spinoff from Borderlands. So I'm like, this is a huge IP for them. So I'm surprised that it took this long to do any spinoffs for it. Yeah, I was actually just watching some gameplay details on YouTube uh, before the show to look into some games that looked interesting. And I guess it takes place in between Borderlands 2 and 3, which I didn't know before watching this video. Hmm. And... Uh, there's going to be a create a character, which is a first for the series, and there are going to be spells just to go along with its sort of fantasy theme. So definitely excited is this for that one. Still gonna be first person? Because I almost yeah. imagine they should just go third person at this point if they're going like full RPG, you know? Yeah. And not have just you played a Borderlands shooter, game but... before? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's just <laughs> all about first person. That's true. Yeah. No. Get it, get it together. Get it together, Josh. <laughs> Now, if Josh is anything like Light Man, they, that third-person perspective is everything to them. <laughs> yeah, but I actually yeah. didn't know they were going like full-on fantasy themed with that game. Like I saw the trailer and I was like, "Oh, this is cute." I guess means there's going to be a lot of purple and dragons. Listen, the only reason to get that game is Andy Samberg's going to be on there, and I freaking love that guy. I think he's hilarious personally. He's going to voice like a character in that. Yeah. Huh. And Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, yeah. Oh, wow. Wanda Sykes is also going like... to be there. Yeah. It Does it ever worry you guys when they try and cast, like, people who aren't video game voice actors? Like, do you ever wonder if they're just trying to, like, get star names and stuff? No. 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 Yeah, hold on, hold on. You no. think you think video games are just mainstream now, so that's just kind of normal. That's like what we should expect going we, forward. We've had, we've had um actual big actors, you know, voice characters, you know, for a long time now, you know. Right, but I would say most of those were pretty like, pretty much just to get like attention for the game, like Call mm-hmm. of Duty and stuff like that, where they're like, oh, if we put somebody big in this, then people will buy it more because 
I don't. I actually. I actually don't even think so. Um, what's the What's the the guy that voiced the voice Spawn? Right. He did a couple video games, and it wasn't like one of their main focal points for marketing. But he's a he's a big time big time person. You know? Mm. But the Very, fact that you had to call him the guy that voiced Spawn kind of proves my point. <laughs> David, right? I, 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 David is a, David, yeah. a famous, famous voice that, you know, he played the Arbiter back in Halo 2. Exactly. Several other video games. One that I recently played. Oh, he's in Mass he's Effect. In Mass Effect. Like, he's in Mass Effect. Yeah, he's in, yeah. he's, uh, wasn't Hackett? Anderson. Yeah. I, I think he's Anderson. Is it Anderson? Anderson, Anderson. yeah, yeah. Anderson, Anderson for sure. Yeah. And Lightman also had a response to this as well. Lightman, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, anybody over Nolan North, honestly. I just don't want to hear that guy's <laughs> voice anymore. <laughs> anybody over Nolan North, I'm going to put that on a T-shirt and get blackballed immediately. No, but yeah, there's, um, like Kenny said and, and Wiley, there's been a couple of, uh, I don't want to say big, big names. There's been in games like Jack Black was a good get for Double Fine. Um, the guy who was in Lord of the Rings played that other character in that other Double Fine game. <laughs> I'm blanking on all these yeah, names. Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keanu That's Reeves true. in Cyberpunk. How did I forget about that? And there's Kiefer Sutherland in Metal Gear Solid Five, which mm. was I, a big, big downgrade. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying I always felt like when they made a big deal about like, oh, look, we got this big Hollywood actor to, to voice characters in a is it worth in a it? video game, I always felt like it was a little mm. bit, like, showy, you know? Like, a little bit. Like, is that where you no. wanted to spend the money on the game? Maybe you should have. Yeah, played. I think that's what I'm thinking. It's like, yeah. there's plenty of really good quality voice actors that are are famous for voicing video games. Not that they can't move outside of that, but it's like... Just you want Nolan North. <laughs> yeah, just Nolan North. I mean, he he's my Deadpool, so I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one game that it wasn't at one of the smaller conferences, but it was at the Xbox conference, I believe. But it stars Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley. Oh, so man. Three, three, I've been waiting big, to play that game names. for yeah, a long 12 time. Minutes. And what's, the, what's the game? Oh, 12 Minutes or something. It's called like 12 Minutes. It is a top-down Oh, they completely redid that game. Like, I remember it got announced, like, two years ago, and then they pretty much scrapped it and worked it from the beginning, right? And now it's got big voice actors. I think it's still the same thing. It's just, yeah, it's just the voice actors they changed up. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because Lightman and I watched that trailer. almost like they thought it needed more attention. (laughs) Yeah. Lightman and I watched the trailer again, and I was like, these are not the voices that they use at all for the initial trailer. But I think the game is... You know, it's based completely on a narrative, so I guess they want to try to get some people who for sure might try to knock it out. But again, you know, who's to say that these Hollywood guys are like, oh, these video games is really just a check for me and we're just going to phone it in. Hmm. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peter Ronda, Dinklage. Like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. No, in North Ronda, came to oh, the rescue bro. there. Yo, Ronda Rousey was one of the worst. Ronda Rousey in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yo, she really didn't know that. that whole game for me. Yo. I'm just glad she wasn't casted. And that being said, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Hollywood actors don't do a good job voice acting. I'm just saying, like you said, a lot of them, I think, don't take video games seriously. But no. yeah, for they sure. are starting to take video games seriously now. And I think that's really cool. So. Wait Hopefully, man. You just use an oxymoron. Wait. I maybe? said typically they don't take video games very seriously. But I feel like lately they're starting to take them more seriously. 
I nice. appreciate you for repeating yourself, Josh. I'm just like, no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I said PlayStation rules, Xbox drools. Did you did you hear me that? Record that. Said it. <laughs> I want that on loop. All right. You you want that on? That should be the ending theme song. Yeah. That should be. So okay. I don't want to spend too much time on the smaller conferences because, you know, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. So I'm going to go right in. This is uh, Kenny Castro's bread and butter. Lightman has only really, truly only one thing to say about this conference. But we got to talk listen, about I don't want to hear what Lightman got to say. I already know what it is. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? He, he said yeah, it, hear it right after the bro. conference was over. Yeah. And then you're going to hear it right now. That conference was terrible. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Please yeah. tell the public why it was terrible. No, first of all, let's get. I just want. <laughs> let's roll it. I wanted. I wanted off his chest. I wanted off his chest early. He's he's got a timer every ten minutes as a reminder <laughs> for what he wants to say. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about first about Microsoft's E three conference. I want to get you guys thoughts and opinions about it. And you know what? We're going to let Wiley uh, take lead on this conversation. What's going on, Wiley? What did you think? I thought overall it was pretty solid. I, I think that it was pretty straightforward, which is what you'd expect in a you know remote digital-only year. You know, you didn't have much of uh, Philly Spence or Don Matrick types talking in between the, uh, the games, which I kind of miss. I kind of miss that show floor feeling a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the list of the games, it's a pretty solid list. Um, I mean, started off with Starfield. That uh, looked dope. Wish we had got to see some gameplay. We got a release date, uh, November 11th, 2022. Literally 11 years to the day after Skyrim, which is pretty cool. Um, I think Back for Blood coming to Game Pass day one is pretty neat. I think that uh, that new game from the co-creator of inside somerville looked really dope mm. and that that's coming to game pass did you guys check that one out yeah i thought that that was yeah. that's looking pretty good did, did you hear all the drama that came with that game because the two guys that made inside like disagreed on what to do next so they both broke up and like made separate studios and now they're making like conflicting games and stuff the other Not guy's it. making winterville yeah yeah is that it no, uh, my, Wait. My, my biggest concern, though, my biggest concern about the conference was that we didn't get any look at Halo Infinite campaign. Um, I thought that was the biggest MIA for me as far as Xbox's conference. Um, but overall, it's like a solid B, B plus for me. Mm. But we saw knockoff Cortana. Yeah, New Tana. <laughs> And they, what, did talk, is, they did talk more about Halo and the extended showcase that would happen about three days after. Yo, they really? They showed. I they thought talked, that was just multiplayer. The, they talked a little bit more about just different, a lot of different games that they didn't spend too much time on during the. Like E3 didn't show, see anything of Hell, Hellblade Senua Saga. And during That's that extended true. showcase, they also talked. They actually gave that a couple, like a little bit of time, and during that time frame, so I think they took the time, did what they could, crunch into an hour and a half, in the E3, and then they also, you know, right after E3, were like, well, you know, we had Paris Lily um, hosting the E3 extended showcase for Xbox, uh, like three days later. So they, which was cool, but we still saw, 
we still saw no Fable and no Perfect Dark, right? Like I thought right. those were. If I think if you're not, we shouldn't be yeah, way way too early, and I think that if you look at the time frame that they're trying to drop a game every month, or like a, a one major release every month for like the next couple years on Game Pass, it makes sense mm-hmm. that they're not gonna they're gonna space out some of their heavy hitters and give them time to to you know develop and get polished and things like that, and not show off too much because you start showing off too much about Fable that's three years down the line. You're you're taking away from anybody thinking about the ones that are in their face a year from now, you know. Mm. Yeah. And what did you well, think, what did you I, think, I think of the conference, right. Kenny? What did you think of the conference, Kenny? I definitely thought it was really good. I actually preferred how they went with it. It was like, it was like you know what? We're just gonna show you thirty uh, twenty-seven to thirty games, and do almost no filler. You know, just, you know, very minimal with the filler. It was here and there for, like, the big, big games. You know, Forza Horizon got it. Um, I think there was two other games that got some some filler work, right? You know, of course, Starfield got the got the talk at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it was just, let's show you games, and if there's release dates, we'll, sh- we'll drop it. But let's, let's put out there the fact that all these games were dropping. 27 out of the 30 games we're showing are going to be Game Pass Day 1 games. Mm-hmm. And let's let's get it rocking because what our whole thing is is that you know bringing games to the gamers and it's not just about playing it on Series X. You know they and another thing that got missed a lot of people's eyes at first was that they did not at first see that you know last year we when they did the announcements it was Xbox One and Series X right that's mm-hmm. what it would say at the bottom. This time around it's only said Series X and PC because they're implementing the cloud the cloud function into the Xbox One to bring these games to the Xbox One. So the, so now the games can just be solely focused to be produced for the Series X and you know the cloud would will make it playable on the on the Xbox One. Yeah, which is something that I'm hoping they get down packed because playing on my phone on that X Cloud, bro, it's not the smoothest experience. So we have really fast internet over here. Oh, I bet. I bet. It's also, you know, it's not it's not the, the best thing. It's not down-packed. You know, it does run a little better on, like, a laptop and a tablet than on a phone at times. You know, it all depends. Um, I've done it. I've been on the in the in the program from, since the beginning, since the beta. But the fact that they're trying, and this is something important to them, that they're like, you know, they even announced that they're going as far as integrating into the smart TVs. The game pass into smart TVs so that you can just connect your, your controller through Bluetooth to the TV. And just play games if you got the subscription. Are you telling me I can relive the days of like going and staying at a hotel and finding that little controller that's connected to the TV in the room <laughs> and paying like five five bucks an hour to play crappy Super NES games? Oh my god. Hey, what I'm telling you is that yes, don't you guys don't be, that? don't be surprprised. <laughs> that's barely, but Barely. That is exactly <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. Is that don't be surprised if when you start traveling a couple years from now, your hotel TVs will be integrated with some with some kind of Game Pass on it. You could totally see that actually, like the same way hotels like kind of are like showing off, like oh we have cable and you can watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever on these TVs. It's like now they're gonna be like we got Game Pass. You can <laughs> right. play whatever right. video game you want. You can log into your account like. That's actually kind of a cool I mean, idea. I mean, I wouldn't log into my account in the hotel. Holiday Inn. <laughs> yeah. you, don't even, you don't even need to it, log it's, in, 
it's it's gamers gaming for everybody you know making it accessible for everyone making their games readily you know you don't need to buy the hardware to play it so mm-hmm. that they're they're thinking past the hardware they're they're thinking of you know how can we get these games into everybody's hands no matter if it's on the pc tablet phone xbox series s, s or x and they're also showcasing well we don't expect you to spend 60 to 70 dollars if you got game pass it'll be day one yeah so josh you being the resident mm-hmm. sony fan i i gotta get some opinions from you what what did you think of the show i thought it was great it was excellent i mean i pretty much every game they showed i was excited for i think i just wished there was like more fable but i think kenny's right that you know they sh- they've shown that card they said that they were working on those types of games like that and uh perfect dark but they're not in any rush to to get it out right away because it's still got a lot of development so they don't want to get people tired of it because people complain every year when they show stuff that's still like three or four years out and they're like so i'm sure they were like well do we show fable to remind people that we're still working on it or are people mm-hmm. just going to be like oh come on that's probably like two or three years out why are you even showing this, us that so i think kenny's right it's good that they showed only what they had in their hand at the time and what they'll they'll be able to actually like put out this year so i'm i I think it was great i think they did a good job yeah i mean honestly the larger point now is just getting those game pass subscriptions right yeah exactly and people aren't going to subscribe for games that are coming out four years from now all right so i'm almost reluctant reluctant to ask (laughs) no reluctant you got reluctant to ask um (laughs) Lightman, what he thinks of the conference, but I'm gonna ask him anyway. Lightman, please, unfiltered. It was terrible. Okay, you didn't have to cut me off. Yes, I did. Cause Kenny, Kenny tried to cut me off, but now <laughs> you can't anymore, bro. It was bad. Mm. Uh, they did announce State of Decay, which mm. is the only thing I was uh, looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh, you had a very specific set of expectations. Listen, they showed it off last year. Okay, <laughs> they showed it off the year before that too. Uh, was waiting. I want to see anything. Okay, a logo. Starfield, and that's also coming out next year. So, would you tell me you can't do State of the K next year either? Yeah. Outside of that, I actually really liked it. Uh, they announced a thumb drive for it. Thumb drive for Game Pass. For Game Pass, yeah. They announced Starfield being exclusive. Everybody was thinking about, is it gonna be exclusive? Yeah. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> that's exactly what I, Kenny. It's like you don't hear what I'm saying. I was saying that Starfield would be exclusive, but I don't think there's any reason oh, for man. like the next Skyrim or the next Fallout to be exclusive. By the way, Josh, I think they they made it, they made it clear that those those IPs will be exclusive for the foreseeable future. Mm. What will? Oh, uh, Bethesda games. Like, they, like they, the new Skyrim, the new Elder Scrolls is only going to be on Xbox, is what you're saying? Yeah, they, they, yes, uh, Josh, we went over they this made already. It very clear when I don't think that's officially CEO. been announced yet, has it? No, but uh, what's his name? The, the groundwork has been laid. What's the guy that yeah. does Bethesda? Todd, Todd Howard. They, Todd, they, Howard. They, Todd Howard. talking about how most, all, all, all future Bethesda games are going to be only on Xbox. I mean, that's fine. I'm not saying they're not. I just don't really understand the strategy but let's not go into that again yeah and he's correct <laughs> I was, let's just I was move say, on <laughs> I, i'm i'm actually surprisingly on your side josh but yes let's not linger too much on this conversation there's something i want to touch on oh hold up i'm not done oh yeah go ahead that, that last game yeah, that, arcane, off, that last game red that arcane got me super hyped 
What was the name? Yeah, of that was that's Red actually Fall. my highlight like, too, yeah, Lightman. That was the best game they showed. Halo's good. Mm. I'm, I'm excited for Halo. The vampire. The vampire. Yeah, it's called Redfall, Dead. Josh. Redfall. Looks pretty sick. Um, the best trailer though was the Outer Worlds too. Yo, I I am trailer. playing through that right now. I freaking am liking. I don't want to say I'm loving it. I'm liking the game. I think Obsidian with the budget and all that, they're gonna be able to knock out the sequel. But you're right. That trailer was funny as hell. Wait, why did did you say really? I didn't. No. <laughs> I was about to say, uh oh. It's about to get tense here. No, I, I thought the Outer Worlds 2 looks good. I mean, they, they didn't show gameplay, but it, it had the same tone and mm-hmm. was, you know, it was funny. And a couple others that I think we should mention before we, I don't know if we're close to done talking about the conference, but was uh, Forza Horizon 5 looks amazing. And I'm super hoping that I have a Series X by the time it comes out because. As good as Cars games still look now, the fact that they can keep on looking better is exciting. Mm. Um, yeah. Listen, we're... Flight Simulator coming to Xbox on July 27th. Bro, I, I need to get an Xbox That's for that. Awesome. I, I played that yeah. game on my PC and oh, loved it. But, but, but I need to get an Xbox in order to get that. But I won't yeah, my... until State of the K3 comes out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but there's something I wanted to touch on. Well, a couple of things, actually. And Wiley mentioned it. Uh, am I the only one? I don't want to say concerned. But how are you guys feeling down on Halo Infinite? No. I mean, I'm excited. It looks pretty awesome. I'm excited for it, for sure. But I don't... I think if they were confident in the campaign being like a... Going toe-to-toe with... Sony's number one uh, IPs as far as polish and what people are expecting from AAA, or I guess, you know, top-tier AAA games mm-hmm. that they would have shown it. So I'm thinking that it's going to be a good game. I, I don't think it's going to set the world on fire. Uh, and Halo 1 is possibly my favorite game of all time. So I, I'm very much hoping to be proven wrong. And Kenny, what did you think? I think that at the end, I think reading into not seeing um, too much of Halo, right, is is in a way the wrong way to read into it. I think that, you know, we already know, everybody knows, everybody's expecting to see Halo. You know, we all know Halo's coming in the, in the, in the holiday season, and I think that there was just too much to show, and, you know, to give, to do Halo, you would have had to give Halo at least you know 10 to 15 minutes solo for itself um and and i won't be surprised actually i have seen some some talk of that this isn't the last thing they're doing they have another show they're doing in august and um they're they're also doing i think one in october so we have plenty of time to see halo as we get closer to it um i don't think it's any concern they know that hey they have to knock halo out the park you know i think they're they're more than anything is they need to get a good campaign out but they need to put out a multiplayer that's going to be uh, something that people will be playing for for a couple of years to come, right? Like they can't. I think going free to play was a was a really really good idea. Super, I'm surprised super Battlefield amazing. didn't do that too. And the fact that the the way they're going about with the battle pass system on it is amazing. I, I, Whereas I like in the pass, you know even if you don't pick up the first battle pass, then you're now now three seasons in. You could still pick up the battle pass from prior seasons at any point in time. 
and work on it. So that fact that you can pick up these battle passes at your own pace and work on them at your own pace is amazing. And making it, like I said, free to play. So not many people are really understanding the the implications of that free to play, right? Microsoft, Microsoft just made it so just made caught up to Sony, right? That was doing Sony and Nintendo were doing the whole, you know, oh, you know, you don't need the internet internet services to play free to play games, right? Microsoft yeah. just caught up, right? Like we gotta call say how it is. They just they just finally did it, right? Yeah, but yeah. now Halo is free to play, so that means people without actual Xbox Live or Game Pass can install Halo Infinite's multiplayer and play for for, for free, right? With friends online, with no need for Xbox for the ten dollars a month for Xbox Live Gold or the fifteen for Game Pass Ultimate. So that means this game is going to be available to everyone that has an Xbox. Everyone, no matter Game Pass or not, Gold or not, you'll be able to play it. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing no one really thought of when it first got announced. Oh, free to play. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's free to play. Everything that's free to play, you can play without these services. Like it? Oh, yo, Kenny, I got to ask you something real quick, bro. Uh, What's up? How do you feel about... This is gonna sound like a weird, funny question, but how do you feel about Master Chief's <laughs> age in the story? <laughs> His age in the story? Yeah. <laughs> the dude I really. Like, it's been what six uh, years now. He's pushing like seventy at this point, seventy, eighty, bro. <laughs> he, he is. He he's pushing the numbers up there. Like it's it's one of those you know you pumping those numbers up, right? Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> um, but he, you know we don't know how this super the the super soldier program worked for the Spartans, right? You don't know if he ages. He ages at a extremely decreased rate than regular mere Marines, right? That's fair. So in our eyes, he's eighty years old, but in his body, he feels forty-five. <laughs> if Snake, if Snake can get away with it, I think Master Chief will be fine. Uh, you know, yeah, at this point in time, I feel like Hideo Kojima handled the aging for Master Chief, so it's fine. He handled oh, it. man, that, you, you guys just reminded me about the weirdest thing of E3 was that whole Kojima interview. Yes. Oh but, yeah, that was oh, yeah. the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, but before, yeah, we gotta talk about that actually. But yeah, I'm just shocked that they didn't give us a solid release date for Halo, and I'm just at this point, it's just like they didn't confirm it. They said we're I aiming don't think for they holiday. Be locked in again. Yeah, so, and, and I see, think I, I think that also they're working with the release date. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but that's a whole year from now. That could also change. Um, we've we've seen delays all the time. Um, I think that at the end of the day, with it not locking it in, you have a couple games that still might release onto Game Pass. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure you're giving every every game a possible window to be played, enjoyed at least a little bit before dropping another major release on the on the shelf on them. And I think they're playing by ear to see what Sony got as well for 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 the holiday season. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if they're sitting back like, okay, we're gonna drop this. You know, let's see when we're dropping it, right? You know, yeah. Let's see what what games we're dropping it around, because at the end of the day, we want to be you know, the one. Not yeah, we want to be the one. We want to be that main focus that week. Which yeah. is right. Nobody nobody's gonna drop anything on March next year though. Which no. is that would be Breath of the Wild time, if it ha- if it drops, if it drops. But we'll get to that. Yeah, but like Wiley said, they gave Starfield the release date. Um. The only other things that I heard are just like they don't like you said they don't want to box themselves in if they don't want to drop around like Call of Duty or or when is Battlefield, Battlefield? dropping again? 
Battlefield's October. It's October 12th, I think. Yeah, so yeah. they like you're right. They want the conversation to be only about Halo. So I'm guessing that's that's the only reason they probably haven't given us a release date. But honestly, yeah. my my standout game for that conference was Psychonauts 2. That game looks really, <laughs> really cool. I'm I'm about to start playing the first one. Horizon, like Wiley said, was that looks incredible. And it's in Mexico, you already know, Kenny. It's my people right there. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's that's what's up. I like I like that location. Yeah, and there and then, I mean the the piñatas were a little weird, but <laughs> everything they showed about the game was really fun. And there was a. I'm more happy how they incorporated Bethesda because I freaking hated the Bethesda conferences before, where they're just like, here's the numbers, here's the history, and it's just like, no, we're just talking straight games, Arcane Studios, Redfall, Starfield. Which Fallout seventy six updates, Fallout seventy six updates. Which, by the way, guys, solid game. It's a solid game now. It was terrible when it came out. I'd give it a shot once I got a Series X. Right now, just with the PS five, I'm only playing my Xbox One for like the the indies on Game Pass, mm. um, for the most part. But once I get a Series X, I'll, I'll definitely give that another go because I love me some Fallout, and I I have heard some pretty good things. Nah, bro. They updated the hell out of that game. I'm playing on the on the on the Xbox One. Then, bro, it's running pretty smooth, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot. You should, bro. If you do, let me know. I'll hop on, man. I've been playing that a lot actually the last couple of days. Good yeah. To know. Definitely let us know. So, and then now I gotta ask you guys because I feel like the narrative really changed after the conference. But game Game Pass is is here forever, right? It's 100% here forever, yeah. yeah. I, I if they were to cancel it, I think that would be uh, a bad move. <laughs> I want to see when it raises price. Because it, it's going to raise price at some point. There's no way they keep it You out. think it's going to raise in price? Yeah. I, I, I think I think they're going to announce... If they raise it in price, they better announce something along the lines of being able to get it per year. Because right now, it's kind of ridiculous that you have to pay for it per month and there's not like a year option like there was with Xbox Live. Do they not have like three months stuff? Yeah, think, they have I three months stuff. It's just being lazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's forty-five bucks. <laughs> well, they don't have a yearly one, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Josh just wants a year at a discounted price. Just say say what you mean. <laughs> I do, bro. Yeah, I do. That's what every other subscription service does. Why wouldn't they do that? Because this isn't just your regular subscription service, Josh. Let him know. Yes, it is. It is literally the Netflix of video games. It is one hundred percent by definition. <laughs> Your so typical subscription. Can you pay so, for Netflix by the year? No. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yes, you not can. At a, not at a discount. Yeah, you can. No, you at can't, a discount. Josh. Show, show me, Josh. Pretty sure you can. You can with Disney Plus. Too. Now you're at, now you're saying pretty sure. You're not confident anymore. <laughs> well, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Josh is my guest. Leave that man alone. Can't say any. Can't say anything on this podcast. <laughs> No, I censor you, Josh. Josh, I'm going to let you take lead on, on this question real quick. Are you personally <laughs> <laughs> are you personally mm-hmm. excited for the future of the Xbox? Yeah, I always have been. Always have been. Mm. I, 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 I am, have let, been let him answer, an let him answer. Xbox fan since Xbox 360, and I, I have always believed in what Xbox does because I just... 
I, I, Sony's fine. I just, I have nothing against them. Uh, but I just, I've never really dug any of their games. Like, I, I get that they put a lot of time and effort into, like, the single-player stuff, but a lot of my gaming is multiplayer, and I think that's where Xbox succeeds, is in their multiplayer infrastructure, and I just, you know, I, I dig it. Yeah, which, again, I'm shocked that they didn't make a... Well, to me, it didn't look like they made a big deal out of the fact that it's a free-to-play Halo multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Which, they, I would have been shouting that out of a rooftop, bro. I'd have, I'd have yeah. been like, yo, this is free to everybody. Like Kenny said, you don't need uh, any anything, honestly. You just need Game Pass, xCloud, and an Xbox if you have it, or a PC if you have it. Like, that's all you, you need even need to Game play Pass. Halo. You don't even you don't even need Game Pass. Yeah, you don't need Game Pass at all for it. Oh, my my fault. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need Game Pass. Like it's there if you want it, and why wouldn't you? It's Halo multiplayer, and I think uh, from the vid docs that they showed, it's looking really awesome, bro. Also, I yes, say, I don't think Senua- they would have gone that route if Halo had the clout that it used to. Hmm. Um, you know, I think that. It's a sign, not necessarily, I think it's a smart business move. I don't think it's going to end up being a bad financial decision for them. I think it's smart, but I do think that if Halo had, you know, still was as popular as Call of Duty is, that they they wouldn't be going that route. So anyway, that's just a little aside. Not, Not really trying to make any big point. Nah, you, you can't deny it. Halo's not as big as it, it used to be, man. I think the last big game was uh, Reach. People people still don't trust 343. I don't. They're still fixing Master Chief Collection to this day. Yeah, but it's dope that they're still supporting it. Uh, you, you would hope so, honestly. <laughs> they're not going to let that Halo franchise die. But, which begs the question, if 343 doesn't knock it out of the park, what do you do? I mean, I I doubt that the multiplayer isn't going to be successful. I think it's going to be a huge hit. But, you know, when it comes to the campaign and all that and all the extra stuff, what do you do after after that? Uh, you move them out of that game, honestly. <laughs> I guess you just look to the next big thing, you know. You got Avowed coming from Obsidian. You got Starfield coming from Bethesda. You got Whatever Rare's working on, I guess Everwild's got a big reboot, so we probably won't be seeing that for a while. I mean, there there are other things. I don't think it has to live or die by Halo. I do think it would be a major thorn in their side if it comes out and it's, like, below uh, 85 on Metacritic. But uh, I don't think it's going to kill the If Microsoft is still making Gears of War titles, I think they'll continue making Halo titles. You take that back, Josh. Well, I'm just saying, I, I love Gears of War, but... Judgment was like these new ones are nothing compared to the original trilogy, and they're still decently popular, and like they're still putting out new ones every couple years. So I don't know why. I mean, maybe there's more pressure on Halo to be something that it might not ever be able to be again. I'm not sure. I think that I think there's definitely more pressure on Halo. No, no hating on Gears. I thought Gears Five was great. Yeah, it, it never had the. You know, prestige Mario or Sonic level association with the console that Master Chief has. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, I just know that all of us hope to God that Halo is going to come out swinging and it's going to be great. And I hope that campaign 
is good and it rides the ship of the last two games because I, I wasn't a fan. And Lightman? Yeah, real quick. That campaign's already going to be better because it's multiplayer. Yeah. They yeah, announced it was co-op and I'm in there 100%, bro. Warthog bros. They ride again. Let's go, baby. We got to finish the trilogy, Kenny. Stop we playing, do, Kenny. We do. I, almost was gonna, I, I was almost going to blast from it, like suggest skipping two so we could get Vic in, in there. <laughs> but we got we to gotta, we gotta fight through and figure out how to beat two on Legendary. I mean, we can't brute force it, bro. We're going to do it. Good luck, (laughs) y'all. Getting stuck with those uh, snipers in the earth level? It's not even that, bro. It's just the way it's just set up. If Lightman dies... One death, it it, resets to the checkpoint is rough. Ah, yeah, that is rough as hell. I I forgot that they changed that. Yeah, and we're still doing that on Legendary? Legendary. Yep. (laughs) And that's, that's no bueno. That's no point. Yeah, there's been moments where like we were like one kill away from clearing a checkpoint, and like Lightman's like, "Don't die! I'm about to kill him," and I'm like, "I'm dead." Bro, yo, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Lie. That's the first time I got like, I was about to get heated at Kenny, bro. because <laughs> we spent a good hour on like the I think the intro level. Yeah, and Kenny just kept repeatedly dying, bro. I've never seen two people demoralize like these two guys. I, yeah, like my my voice became deflated quick. <laughs> we was riding high of Halo One, man. But That's, you guys beat Halo One. Yeah, the ending took us a little yeah. longer than we wanted to. Yeah, that 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 warthog scene at the end was rough. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. But a uh, fun game. That was like the best one of the best parts of the campaign after the second uh, half of the game is pretty much a lot weaker than the first but the maw that that part with the warthog at the end that was like so many games have tried to replicate that feeling mm-hmm. of just the set piece I, I love it yeah and the only other game that matched it was halo 3's ending because halo 3's yeah. ending was incredible totally so before we move on from microsoft's e3 conference is there anything you guys want to say before about um, anything no not of microsoft no Wiley. Hades coming to Game Pass is really cool. Hey, yeah. yo, I just bought it on the Switch, too. That's an incredible game. I can't believe I oh, slept yeah. on it for so long. I can't believe you just got it, man. Yeah, that's a... And I think that people people don't give Nintendo enough credit for having that essentially be a console exclusive for a year. Right? You know, you know that that's... Uh, they could have been showcasing that as, like, a big deal beforehand, but... Instead, that game just dropped out of nowhere and set the world on fire. But, um, yeah. So, glad more people are going to get to play that. Kenny, finally. I don't know how he slept on it. I just I just knew it was going to end up coming out soon for Xbox. And I just said, well, I soon. want my achievements, so I'm not going to play on anything else. Oh, Kenny, you're man after my own. <laughs> I might buy it on PlayStation just to get the trophies. Or just, to, just to have that experience again mm-hmm. and just some, something to shoot for. One day we'll get along, Josh. One day. <laughs> but I that... feel like we actually have very similar opinions and both love Xbox. And you always <laughs> you try to find something to win. He didn't even like Kenny, which me. one of us has more achievement points? I Oof. think you do. Do you? I'll check I right do. now. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in my No, I know we do. Don't worry. I, I already checked. We, I do. <laughs> oh, you checked? Well, Are you flexing on me? Let's see by how much. Well... Okay, so clearly you guys are not going to get along today. So let's just move on to the next big thing, the next big conference, the one that dominated 
my social circle. And of course, that was Nintendo's E3 conference. And we can't start any other way than with the fact that they showed Breath of the Wild or the Breath of the Wild sequel. is how they're calling it. Because they said that the subtitle is probably going to give off a little more info than they want. And what did you guys think? That, that was the game of the show. Who starts it off? Lightman. I think I it do. was maybe the hypest trailer of the show. I, I uh, don't know if it was the game of the show. I think you got to have gameplay to, to get that title. Okay. I mean, they, I mean, sh- like, they showed gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, I meant more like hands in, in mm. press, like in the hands of press, but I guess we didn't really get that at all this year. So, so okay. Let yeah. me rephrase it to, to please Wiley, my esteemed guest. The my the most anticipated game coming out of E three is is probably Breath of the Wild, the sequel. Lightman, what did you think? Oh, Zelda doesn't even make my top three announcements of, of Nintendo's <laughs> this thing, honestly. Yeah. And that doesn't make my top three, bro. I I was super excited for other announcements they did. Okay, which we'll get to. But what did you guys think about the the gameplay shown, the trailers? Uh, atmosphere, you know, where we got Link gliding, we got Link flying through islands in the sky. Wiley, what did you think? It's awesome. I think that uh, the whole fact that they started it with Link doing his best Fortnite fall was pretty cool. Uh, I love the idea of there being even more verticality to a series, to a a game that already had an insane scale and scope. I still feel like the first time I played through Breath of the Wild, even though it isn't literally the biggest open world I've ever played, it felt like the biggest open world game I've ever played just because of, I don't know, the, the art style or the the sense of discovery, the fact that there's you know not a whole bunch of crap on your map. you got to seek it out for yourself. That really was one of the key things that made it such a unique experience. So, yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. Vic, as far as it's the most anticipated game in the overall industry right now, I, I just wish we had maybe, it would have been nice to get a date or a title, but I'll take what we got. At least we got to see it. That's true. Lightman, you had something to say. Yeah, real quick. Yo, Wiley, I had a problem. I have a problem with you saying the Fortnite fall because that's from Skyward Sword, bro. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I guess Fortnite <laughs> copied Skyward Sword. My apologies. Oh my gosh, that's I just realized that's why they didn't announce the subtitle of the new Zelda go. game is because it's going to be Battle Royale. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. Let's kick Josh, bro. I'm done with that. What, is, what would a Zelda breath or a Battle Royale be called? Battle Warriors. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Kenny, did you watch the conference? Actually, man, I was in the middle of Atlanta and I did not get a chance to. And then I went off to vacation in Miami or in Orlando with the family. So that's the only one to, out of all the conferences. I was so looking forward to it. And because I barely slept from all the flying mm-hmm. into Atlanta, I literally was passed during the conference <laughs> that's fair enough man listen family time is important more important than games for sure i just but at this need shin megami tensei 5 bro I, which i am extremely excited for yeah and 
it surpassed my expectations so much that I stopped playing Nocturne. I deleted it from my Switch. I'm like, this is this is not gonna keep me happy at all. <laughs> but what was your what was your game of the show from the from Nintendo's conference, guys? Josh, you you started off, man. I think the most surprising thing was probably the Metroid uh, Dread. I, I did not see that coming and was way more excited watching that than I thought I would be. Like they were talking about Metroid Prime Four, and I was like, "Cool, cool! I can't wait to see that." And then they just dropped this 2D, fully like 3D animated like Metroid game, and I was just like, it brought me back to Metroid Fusion, and I just like got stoked again and really want to play Metroid now. Yes, I thought, and of course, Metroid Dread is is what I told Lightman, probably one of the biggest pieces of fan service that Nintendo has ever done, because for those of you who don't know, Dread has been rumored. To be in existence since like 07. 19 years. 19, yeah, like 19 years or something like that. That yeah, even longer. Yeah. You remember that, right? I don't I, remember it, but I, I looked it up and found out afterwards. Um, I, if if I can go, I, I definitely agree with Josh. Uh, Metroid Dread looks really good. It got me wanting to go back and play the all all the Metroid games that I haven't completed, which is most of them to be honest um <laughs> same and i love that it's that they opened up calling it metroid 5 because it's sort of in the lineage of metroid metroid 2 uh metroid fusion mm-hmm. which one am i forgetting no it's the fifth game in the 2d franchise yeah because yeah, i think it's supposed to take place right after metroid fusion right yeah it, it yeah. should be yeah which is weird to think that that game that came out on game boy advance so long ago is the last metroid game in the 2d 2d series like canonically yeah, which is insane we, did, we have had of course zero mission and samus returns which i just so happened to have picked up on the 3ds like two weeks ago when i mm. after i went to a local used video game store and i was shocked mm-hmm. at all these 3ds games being at full price or higher or like exorbitantly above msrp i was like i gotta snatch these up before they're just too hard to find so i picked up majora's mask samus returns and pokemon sun and i haven't try uh started metroid samus returns but i was super stoked knowing that like oh perfect i just picked this up and this is you know the same developer that's working on dread so it's and it's got some mechanics that are carrying over like the parry and things of that nature so definitely think that dread looks really good the fact that it's out in october is exciting i thought metro or nintendo had just a lot of nice surprises that actually are are coming out in the near future yeah the only and of course listen i don't want to be go ahead no i i don't enjoy being a contrarian but we're we're now in an age where Metroidvanias are just throw a, a a penny in any corner in the world, you're gonna land on a Metroidvania. And there's a lot of expectations set from like uh, Hollow Knight, from shovel even Shovel Knight stuff. Just like so many different games have set the standards. Do you think Metroid mm-hmm. has to refine its place in the Metroidvania space, Wiley? I think it's going to be. I think you're right. It does have a lot of big shoes to fill of other franchises that have really sort of taken it to the next level. Hollow Knight 
being one of them, Guacamele being another. Oh, Guacamele is so good. Uh, there's so many others that are on the tip of my tongue that I'm not thinking of right now. Ori in the Blind Forest. There we Ori. go. Ori in the Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps, which was one of the best games of last year, in my opinion. Um, so is it going to like if if this is it going to be like a top tier Metroidvania? We only can hope. I think that what they showed looked really nice. I think it looks nice and fluid. Uh, Samus's movement seems like they've made it so she's more mobile and you can get around the environments quicker, which I think is a really satisfying way to traverse these areas because you're doing a lot of backtracking and everything. So I think the fact that it was announced and it's releasing so soon lowers or it, it makes it so there's not so much hype surrounding it. I think it was smart that they did it that way. So mm. uh, the expectations are sort of tempered a little bit, you know, it's uh, so as long as it's solid, doesn't diminish the Metroid name. And I don't think it's going to, I, I think it'll be just fine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like, like you guys said, there's so many games out there now and I just hope, I just hope they knock it out. Because Metroid is a brand that doesn't, man, it, it's such a weird, it's in It's in such a weird place, the Metroid brand, where it's constantly straddling this, either everyone's hyped about it because it's Prime, or this, like you said, like that 3DS game comes out and it just doesn't really sell too much, and it kind of just is a f- passing blip, blimp on the radar, right? Samus Return? The one that they made on the 3DS, is that not Samus Returns? Yeah, you're talking about the 2D one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Samus Returns. It sold pretty good, actually. Did it? Yeah, it's the reason why we're getting Dread. Well, okay. I don't know. I, well, think, I think that it came out... When, when, I, when it came out, all I was hearing was, why isn't this on Switch? Because everybody was stoked with their Switches, any, and they any, were like, any game I want to throw my out. 3DS in the closet and not think about it anymore. And it didn't kind of get the hype that this game is going to get. You're right. You're right. Well, listen. I hope I hope they knock it out. I hope they knock it out. But Lightman, what was your? You said three. Yeah. What What were your top three announcements from this show? All right. Number three. <laughs> My boy Kazuya and Smash, bro. Dude. <laughs> so I uh, I've seen a lot of like people's uh reactions to that announcement, and I hate that nobody knows who Kazuya is. Hmm. You know, it It took so long for people to realize. Oh, that's Tekken. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I hate that. All right, but that's my number really? three. He looks just like Jin. <laughs> yeah, how I mean, do people not connect the dots? <laughs> no, no. Uh, people thought it was either Heihachi or Jin, but like for for oh, some okay. reason they did not think. Oh, it's Kazuya. Mm-hmm. His his name is a little harder. It's not as catchy as like Jin or I take that back. Heihachi. Nah, I mean, you're right. It, but... It's not. It's it. It doesn't like stick to your tongue as well. Like arms he... folded. I, let me ask you a question because I. I played a lot of Tekken growing up, but never paid too much attention to the storyline. Was oh, Kazuya the was he the main character in the original Tekken games, well, mm-hmm. and then they brought Jin in later, or was Jin always in it? No, nah, Kazuya was the main character for the first three games, for the first two okay. games, and then Jin was introduced in part three as the main character. Gotcha. And, but the thing gotcha. is, they they dropped three. the ball with him, so now Kazuya is being the main character again, back to being the main character again. Right. Right. And no, but the thing is, right? The bother me is that his whole that whole volcano scene, that that's like, how do you I, not know that's this thing? I don't. I want to say it's iconic. Huh? I think it's iconic. No, yeah, like 
anybody that's, in the fighting game community would be like, yeah, that's who doesn't know Kazuya's ending to his stories. Yeah. And like, man. Like, hey, Hachi always kills him somehow. All right. Yeah. What was number two? Uh, number two, we already talked about it. Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. Can't beat Metroid Dread, bro. I mean, but I mean, I one game can't beat Metroid Dread. One announcement for me. And my favorite announcement, number one, Advance Wars coming back. Yo, Dude. yes. Yeah. Advance yeah. Wars was a shock to me, especially because, and I said it on the stream, Days of Ruin killed the franchise. Everyone hated it. It didn't sell well. And I thought Nintendo would never bring up Advance Wars again. But, yo, the fact that they're reboot camp, part one and two. I like the, the art too. The art style is whatever. But the fact that they're bringing it back is so crazy to me, dude. And yeah. WayForward's you know working funny? on it. Sorry, just a side note. You know what's funny? Like the day the day before, I can't remember who it was, but they announced like a Metal Gear Slug game that was like in the style of Advance Wars. Oh. And when I first saw it, I was like, Oh my gosh, is this Advance Wars? Is it coming back? And then I realized it was Metal Slug. Do you guys remember that game getting announced? Yeah, yeah, yeah Metal, Metal Slug Tactics. The summer games uh, game thing with Jeff, right. Jeff Kegley, Kegley. Right. <laughs> and so I saw that, and I sw- I was like, oh my gosh, it's Advance Wars. And then it just ended up being Metal Slug, which is very cool too, but not what Metal Slug is. is. So the fact that they announced Advance Wars as Advance Wars and didn't try and spin it into some other type of genre, I was that was really exciting. And like I said again, Bring back Battalion Wars while you're at it, because Battalion Wars was fun as hell too. You know, the name is not even like it's just not even it, it's not even Advance Wars. It's just the War series. Oh, is it really? Yeah, because it was the Famicom Wars, then it was, it was the NES Advanced, Wars, Game Boy Advanced. Yeah, oh. it's just named after the consoles. Oh, but for some reason, they decided to keep Advance Wars now. Switch it Wars sounds great. Switch Advance Wars. Wars sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, Advance you- Wars sounds dope. And the reason why Battalion's Wars was named that is because of such a change in genre. Mm-hmm. So they were like, hey, if, we call, if we call it Advanced Wars, people are going to expect a certain type of gameplay. The Wii Wars. Yeah. That, is a- that, was, a, that was actually <laughs> the, the running name for it. The imagery doesn't spark much confidence for me. <laughs> Wii Wars. The Wii Wars. <laughs> but Battalion's Wars is amazing. They should also bring that back, though. Yeah. Wiley, what were, you, what were some of the favorite moments from the Nintendo E3? Well, a lot of stuff that we've already gone over, for sure. I mean, uh, there's a couple that I'll mention that we haven't yet. The Super Monkey Ball coming back. Sick. I'm a big fan of the first two games. Uh, they really bring back memories of playing with my sister way back in the, you know, 2001, 2002. All the mini games, the the pool, and the ones where you got to land on the target. Never was good enough to get through all those expert levels, so now that I'm... <laughs> A grown man, maybe I'll have a better chance. We'll see. <laughs> grown man, um, more coordinated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and what's the other one? Um, geez, I just had an article with it up in front of me. So WarioWare. WarioWare, yes. Yeah, WarioWare. It's a, it's a series that I don't have that much experience with. Mm-hmm. But I have always enjoyed my time with it. Like the DS ones and... Uh, the twisted one, but I, I don't think I've ever actually owned them. I think I just played them at friends' houses, and but the fact that there's a new one and that it's multiplayer, that's that's exciting. And I, I think it's cool that they're sticking with that franchise, and because they're always well received and just a nice thing to get at least one on every console. And then uh, there's Cruisin' Blast. Yo, yes, <laughs> Cruisin' Blast, dude. Did you? What did you think of that Pegasus? I was. I, I dug the Pegasus. 
That that's my car right there. I'm driving exclusively on that Pegasus, bro. That game looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. So as somebody that spent a lot of time playing Cruising USA back in the day, <laughs> yeah. I, my friend's N64. Cruising USA is such a classic, it, man. It's a classic. Game. Is that is this supposed to be like the same franchise technically? No, yeah, it is. It is. It's a oh, 30 new I didn't realize that when they showed it. Huh. Cruising Blast, man. Yeah, they they should have called it like Cruising Universe, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Cruising I just thought it was some dope. random racing game, and it looked fun. I just didn't connect it with Cruising USA or Cruising California, like in the arcades I used to play all the time. Cruising 2049. Those are exclusives, right? <laughs> or is that? Are you pitching a name for a new one? <laughs> no, I think that was a thing. I, oh, okay. Was it like a futuristic? Yeah, I believe so, game? unless I'm huh. just talking completely out of my ass. But... <laughs> Yeah, but cruising, cruising USA. I remember the little arcade setup they had at the laundromat uh, downstairs, and, and the old when I was growing up. And I, I used to spend a crazy amount of time at that laundromat just playing cruising USA. And I thought that was. I actually got it mixed up with another game called San Francisco Rush 2049, mm. uh, which I think is a different franchise. Which is confusing because there's a cruising California arcade game, isn't there? Same developer though. Oh, okay. Ah. That makes sense. Well, yeah, man. Listen, there was... <sighs> there's, there's so much that came from Nintendo in 40 minutes that shocked me. Advanced Wars, Kazuya, Emmy, and Metroid. Dread looks really interesting, by the way. I don't think we spoke about her. But what, did, what do you think about that instant death feature that Emmy brings? I like it. I don't know, man. Uh, not throughout the whole game, you know? I'm just not a fan of those, like Resident Evil Two, Nemesis. Like I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to constantly worry about that, you know. I mean, you you don't always have to run away though. You can hide. They they showed it in the gameplay. Oh really? Yeah. Get, get good, Vic. Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Treehouse event's awesome. We don't. We, people don't give it as much credit as it deserves. But the Treehouse is probably the, my favorite thing of E3. But yeah, they showed gameplay about uh, um about it. They they interviewed the guy who who made the game, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they show, you can hide and all that. Yeah, also Mario and rabbits, Mario rabbits. Yes, goes into space. We get what is it? Rabbit Rosalina. And, yo, that game. I don't know if you guys played the first one. That's a really good game. I think it's on sale right now, or maybe not actually, but it usually goes on sale for like ten bucks. If you guys see it, I recommend it. It's a really fun game. XCOM, Nintendo, Mario shooting guns. Come on, bro. You can't ask for more than that. Yeah, just last week, it was on sale for $5 on Ubisoft's Ubisoft Forward website. Mm. Damn, really? I didn't know Switch yeah. games got that low. They had Mario in them. Yeah, actually, they were doing they were unlimited special. So like when, so they would restock every couple hours. Like I don't know how you restock digital uh, codes, nah. but... Uh, they, they, they were building hype then. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were really pushing it like for five bucks the game. Nah, yeah, that game does go on sale a lot for like ten, ten, twelve dollars. Yeah, especially on the eShop for sure. So, one thing that obviously is a it's a big elephant in the room for a lot of people is that the Switch Pro wasn't announced. There was a lot of smoke, bro. A lot of smoke. A lot of different reports saying that Nintendo was gonna drop it. Um, or drop the news over the weekend or maybe during the conference. 
And now that it's a week after the conference, it's not coming out anytime soon, I guess. <laughs> Were you guys shocked that they didn't strike while the iron was hot? 100%. Nah, yeah. I, I, I expected it to be announced. It, it wasn't uh, disappointed. Shocked because of all the reporting that you had around it that was like, this is just a sure thing. It's right around the corner. You know, any day now, we're going to be getting this Switch Pro, and it's even going to be two weeks before E3. That way, the developers will have time to showcase their features and yada, yada. Yeah. I was definitely surprised, and I think what it means is maybe it's still another year out. Kind of makes you wonder if they're holding back any games uh, for that, too. You know, like, I'm sure Breath of the Wild will be, like, advanced for that console, but is there anything else that... Well, no, I guess it's not... They're not probably going to be have any exclusives for that version, right? Probably not. No, it'll it'll have that enhanced for Switch Pro tag. Like, they they did it for the 3DS. Optimized for Series X, you know, stuff, type of stuff. Yeah, but I was I was shocked they didn't announce it. I'm starting to believe the president of Nintendo that said, you know, the Switch is doing it's on fire right now. Like, why would we disrupt something that's doing really well? So maybe, and I don't see that time coming anytime soon. Maybe when the Switch starts waning a little bit, then Nintendo's gonna be like, there it is. There's your Switch Pro. Kick it back up. Let's get the hype train rolling over again. It, it it's about to break the record of most most consecutive first place in sales. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's like I think it's like three months away. There's no way it doesn't. <laughs> it's just it's crazy, man. But man. also, yeah, that, that was a lot of news and like from very reputable sources too. Like Bloomberg, Schreier, Bloomberg, yeah. Business Insider. Everybody was saying it, it was going to be announced. <laughs> Uh, maybe they were just planning on it being announced, and then all those leaks came out, and they were like, you know what? Nah. We're not releasing it anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Cat, I would the, not be shocked either. That is a Nintendo thing to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we didn't see Bayonetta, though. That, that was a... Uh, Damn, man. For sure. Platinum yeah, Games. Bayonetta, Bayonetta, is that game still even being worked on? It's yeah, been, uh, what, three years? Yeah, four, four, three, uh, three, I think. Yeah, but, but it's uh, been a while since they announced it. They, they, they did like a little five minute interview about it in the other treehouse. It was like, yeah, it's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's still a thing, man. But Platinum Games is in such a weird place that I mean, I, I just hope they're still working on it. I mean, they're working like five games right now, though they've lost contracts on a couple of them, which. Begs the question, I don't know how big Platinum is as a developer, but mm-hmm. how they juggle all these projects is beyond me. Nah, you, you can tell they skim on some of them. <laughs> I think I think my biggest question is why do they want to be a publisher? Do they really? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. And of course, listen, before we wrap up the show, guys, I got to ask you the all important question, and I'm going to let Lightman take lead on this one. What was your game of the show? Damn. Oof. <laughs> I don't think I can pick one. When you start squinting, I know you, you're really <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, hell yeah. Nah. I guess I'll go with Breath of the Wild. Super okay. excited for it. Safe, safe pick. I like yeah. it. I like it. Josh, what was your game of the show? Oh, that's tough. I mean, 
I think I was pretty excited about Metroid. I think that was probably where I'm at. Yeah, it's easy. Really? Metroid, Advance Wars. So I'm saying game of the show for every for everything. Microsoft, Nintendo. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um probably Halo. I just like mm. they, I I don't know, man. I I think that's kind of the only thing that Microsoft put out that I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to play that day one." I don't think I don't think any other company put out anything that I'm going to play like day one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll definitely because... pick stuff up later, but I know Halo oh, because Sony like, wasn't there. I know Microsoft definitely didn't put yeah, anything on play day one. Well, I mean, we're not talking Sega, so <laughs> if Sega was in this mix, then you know what I'd be playing. Exactly. Exactly. Before I ask somebody else, did you hear that they hope that the next Sonic game lays the groundwork for future Sonic games? Like Adventure did? I was going to say, that's kind of weird, isn't that? <laughs> How all video games should be for sequels? <laughs> interesting yeah i mean that would be good if they could actually get some like mythology back into the game mm-hmm. like some story driven stuff that carries over josh That's you still great. owe me a, a, an episode where we talk about sonic only but i'm gonna move on okay hey, tell me man you gotta do yeah. karaoke too karaoke wiley what was the game of the show a the game Elden of ring e3 count. Oh, yeah. so it was Elden ring count game of e3 i i think it would count I mean, it was technically summer of games, and I know we didn't, uh, we kind of didn't, were really E3 focused, but Elden Ring was the trailer that is the only one that got me like, oh, yes, finally get to Mm -hmm. get a look at this. Um, And the fact that it came out with a January release date and looked pretty darn awesome, I think that's the one that got me most excited. As far as the one that was shown at E3 proper, like, couple of the other guys have said there there's nothing there's nothing that really sticks out as the end all be all um a couple dark horses that I'll throw out that I think that we got a good look at as far as gameplay that I'm super excited to play later this year Forza Horizon 5 mm-hmm. Far Cry 6 Far Cry 6 I yeah I I really hoping that that's going to be a return to form Yeah not return to which one though well, I guess three is my favorite, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not somebody that really disliked five or even the expansion or what what was it called, New Dawn. They were both pretty good, so I shouldn't say return to form. I should say return to excellence. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, Kenny. What about you? So for me, actually, would be Redfall. Um, it's a game that I wasn't expecting to be shown at the end of Microsoft sh- uh, Showcase. And I really got excited about it. And that's one that I will be following until it's released very heavily to see, you know, how it's how it's coming along, learn more about it, get myself deep into it so that on launch day, I could just have it pre-installed and playing right away. I'm going to try and get into that beta. Oh, yeah, they're having a beta, right? Listen, I want to. I want to say. I don't want to give the game of the show to a game that only showed like a CG trailer, which no shots to Kenny. Redfall is going to be awesome. But I'm going to, mm. I also was planning on extending my arm out time, time wise and say Elden Ring was probably my, my game of the show. Cause you're right. Wiley Ga- Elden Ring 
looked insane, bro. When that dragon captured that lightning, that thunderbolt, and then threw it at the player, I was like, this is it. This is the game. <laughs> Nothing's going to top this moment right here. Yeah, and it happened right at the beginning, so it was like it's all down here from here, but <laughs> yeah, it was still good, good time. Yeah, and of course, the second one at E3 proper, Breath of the Wild sequel. That that just the atmosphere looks good. It's more of what we want. They're adding Sky Islands now, which I'm a fan of because Lightman loves Skyward Sword, and I watched him play it. And you know, just Legend of Zelda is just an, an incredible franchise, bro. Storied franchise. I wish they did a little more for the 35th anniversary, but whatever. Nintendo doesn't really do much for their games, right? They didn't yeah. do much for Sa- for Samus. Uh, yeah, I mean, Samus shares a lot for Mario. Samus shares her birthday with Zelda, so. Do they? That's yeah, they came out the same year. I really, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, listen. Is there any hot? Now hold up, yo. Before you do the whole sign out thing, yo, Kenny. What's up, yo? Cause it's been bothering me, but what did you think of that Kojima interview, bro? Mm. Oh, I was so thrown off about it. Like, I kind of pushed back to watch it again just to see what did I just witness. You know, <laughs> like I found it so almost like pointless. Like, I don't even think Kojima even knew why why he was doing an interview. You know? Yeah, it was. Did Did anybody else see that interview though? No, Wiley. Yeah, Josh. it was it was a little weird. Bro, that, first of all, that thing the the interview started really weird because he was mm-hmm. like, "How is it?" He's like, "Yo, bro, we're, we're having an outbreak over here of COVID." <laughs> yeah, I was and, like, "Wow." Well, yeah. And uh, what's his name? Keely was just like, "Yeah, yeah, have a good one, bro." <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that was like the first minute, and I was like, "Oh, this good is gonna be that. this is gonna be an interview right there." Yeah, good luck with that, right, <laughs> Josh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he started. Yo, he started mentioning nine eleven for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, what the hell the, are you talking when about? When he mentioned the 9-11, I was like, "All right, I was like, uh, he, you know, I get it. English not his primary language, but damn, like, like I don't like you know it was pre recorded. So, like, why did Joff think that after reviewing the after watching the interview think that yeah, let's still include it, right? Well, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, he was talking about how he wants his games to affect people. Nine Eleven. I'm like, what? I was like that. Hmm. Yeah, like he, like I was like, what? Like, why? Why are you talking like, like you know, you're like you're you're looking at your games differently, like you would, like you would have after Nine Eleven. Like, what are you? What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about right now? <laughs> Yo, that, uh, that I don't think anybody knows what Kojima is talking though. about, man. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, everyone on the internet is like, that's got to mean something. Which, of course, listen, I don't want to rag the guy too much because, like Kenny said, it's not his first language, and I don't want to be that no, dude, right? I, I, but it's. I don't think fl- there's a translation error in saying 9 <laughs> <laughs> 11. I was, I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't think. Yeah, there, you're right. There's, there's. He knows what he was talking about in terms of 9/11. I just no, wish he no, would I not have think, mentioned it. I, not to cut you off, Vic. Right? Yeah. I don't think it was a translation error there. I think he just didn't adequately know how to express himself. Right? Mm-hmm. No. And then he fell onto that quickly, real quickly, <laughs> and then everything just kind of like. It almost felt like watching somebody implode in an interview. Oh my god, bro. It was and, and I don't think they even realized they were imploding. 
No, yeah. See, I'm seeing this completely different, bro. Because this is the same guy who made who built a museum for himself. Oh right? my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. So to me, everything he did was just like, ah, oh, Jesus, bro. It's on brand for him somehow. Yeah. Somehow it's on brand for him. Also, Dev Stranding. Did and any of you guys play that? Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, Riley did. He loved it. I don't play Sony games. Josh, stop Josh, lying to the you, public. <laughs> I can't say anything positive about Sony games. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought it was uh, it was my number three game of 2019, I believe, mm. and I thought it was uh, really it, it was overlong, had a lot of extremely confusing story beats, but overall, I thought it was quite the experience. The story, the story to that game is stupid. It's so insane. Yeah. I think Kojima just needs to start making movies. I think that's what he really wants to do. No, that, that. For sure, he wants to do that. He started out trying to do that. But he he couldn't cut it. So he went to the video games. He's just a, he's a strange guy, man. Uh, The thing that I hated about Death Stranding was the director's cut thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Making a director's cut. And and like Lightman says, that's, that's his studio. Why? Why was the original game not the director's cut? Who well, was there? Isn't that just what they call? Isn't he just choosing to call it that instead of like a remaster? No, uh, he's, he's just choosing like, to call that instead of like a game of the year edition or something like that. No, because yeah. it's like extra content and stuff. Yeah, he he said it was adding some extra stuff, but like, well, <laughs> but who who told you to cut it? You you, you run the whole. You, story, you yeah. know, you know what it is, right? He saw the Snyder cut, Snyder and he cut. like. <laughs> Like, Snyder gets to have a cup, but I don't. But, but Kojima, you did the game you wanted because you, you run the studio. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> we want the director's cut. This is the director's cut. And, like, I'm pretty sure the share of the stakeholders in the Sony world is like, you can't call it the Kojima cut. <laughs> so, you know. which, which I'm sure is he what he wanted it. to go with originally. Yeah, remember uh, remember yeah. The, the original trailer for Death Stranding was produced by Kojima, written by Kojima, edited by Kojima. And it was... It was an incredible trailer. Like Holy crap. I've, I think that's one of the few times. The last time before that was No Man's Sky. Where a trailer, I was like, holy crap, this is going to be it. The first trailer for Death Stranding was something special for me. It was a no. spiritual experience. It's, it's almost, it's almost the, like uh, it was a life-changing event. Something akin to 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember um, before that trailer went live. I was talking to my buddy. I forgot who it was. I was like, "Yo, take a shot for every time you see Kojima's name." Ah, uh, it was it was over. Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Well, guys, I think uh, I think that's gonna be it, man. I don't. I, there's so much more I can talk about, but I know you guys have lives, and well, I mean, some of us have lives, and I know you guys want to get back to it, all right? But is there any final thoughts about the shows? Is there anything you guys want to get off your chest, whether it's a love confession to me and how awesome I am? Is there anything in particular you guys want to talk about before we head out? Microsoft E3 sucks. Okay. I, I swear to God, if I didn't have so much respect for Lightman, we'd fight. <laughs> but Kenny understands where I'm coming from, though. See? I, I, don't, think, I don't think he does, actually. <laughs> I, I understand him, but I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> See, but you understand me. That's the most important part, Kenny. I know it hurts to understand you though. Wiley, what about you? No, I just enjoyed being on the show. I think it was overall a 
good E3 considering the pandemic and all the adjustments the studios had to make. And yeah, we'll we'll see how the coming years go. But I think gaming's in a good place, and we, we, there's definitely no shortage of things to play. Hmm. All right, one last thing, right? Microsoft had the third best conference. Two was Devolver Digital. Devolver, yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. Also, Battlefield 2042 looks incredible. I forgot to completely touch on that game. I think that game is going to be in crazy, dude. It does look really good. Yeah. I I, have, I went back and downloaded Battlefield 4. That's the hype that got me. Because Battlefield 5, I wasn't a fan of. I'm going to get the game just to jump into the tornado. <laughs> Yo, bro, that's going to be sick. I can't even, I cannot explain to you how hyped I am to have that moment for the first time. It's going to be incredible. I think that actually might have been like the best trailer of the conference or, or of the, I, I think that one just dropped like a, a couple days before E3 or maybe it was right as it started. But yeah, we, we sort of skipped over Battlefield. It's looking pretty sick. Yeah. yeah it was a couple of days before E3 started. But, but either uh, way, the trailer when when they copied that beam or whatever, nah, that a, famous moment where the guy jumped off the the airplane, freaking rocket launched the helicopter and just went back in. I was like, bro, this is it. They, this is what they needed. Kick yeah, the goddamn not... franchise back in the ass. Yeah, I I saw that and I was like, why does this look familiar? And then I saw my Twitter feed and I was like, oh, that's why. That's yeah. so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, and Josh, what about you? Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so, man. I, I'm excited about Shredders, and I'm just waiting for more Sonic news, man. That's all I got. Hey, you and me both, buddy. He got Minecraft. Yes, that's yes. true. That Minecraft yes. Sonic announcement was pretty dope. I'm gonna have to go download that. It was like eight bucks or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, and it's and it's not just like oh, you get Sonic skins for everything. It's like no, they're the overworld. legitimately. Pretty much built like a whole Sonic game in oh, it's so sick. in Minecraft. So yeah, sick. It looks really cool. And and lastly, lastly, really before I sign off, Kenny, did you hear that announcement of the Xbox televisions? Yes, I did. Designed for Xbox will now be including displays on their websites very soon. Then just for those that are wondering price ranges, the lowest price range will be $987. Highest will be about $1,500. Damn, you just reminded me about Microsoft's best announcement at E3. Here we go. The fridge. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those mini fridges bro, from my I, man cave. <laughs> I got to get one of them, bro. And talking about all of these things, I definitely recommend for anybody that has not checked it out, you could just Google real quick, um, designed for Xbox, and Microsoft has a dedicated website of peripherals that mm. are designed to work on the Xbox and increase your experience hmm. from all the cool. all the way from headsets, controllers, you know, adaptive controllers, um, all the likes of it, everything in between. Yeah, yeah. the Xbox Lab, right? Um, yeah, I, yep. I I love Kenny's on brandness, bro. Yeah, he's the Xbox ambassador, right? Right, and he lives up to that title. Absolutely, Kenny, I love you, bro. Don't change, man. 
I hey, will since, not. Since we're Josh saying... and Sony can, can, can kick it rocks. <laughs> kick rocks, Josh. <laughs> I think why, the reason it offends me so much is because I'm such a huge Microsoft fan. And the fact <laughs> yeah. that you try and make me out to be a Sony fan makes me so sad. Which is, which is funny. I, I got to play the, the character, I guess. You know? Which is funny because the Sony fan, and he hasn't hit it, is Wiley. Yeah. Also, we, uh, the thing is, uh, there was a, like, uh, I don't know, if a, a picture leaked online with uh, Josh and the PlayStation logo behind him. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. There's no hiding from that, Josh. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I do want to end on my, at least one of my final thoughts of the show, that if anything, I'm hoping people can check us out during this knockout city tournament live mm. on the studio 149 if we can get this hashed out with all of us online we will talk about that offline but hopefully this wow, materializes yeah. into something I, I still gotta finish the, the 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 drawing for it i finally finished with the commissions that we're working on yeah so i finally got time to do it hell yeah well nice. listen guys we the runny eggs will will run wild on people, we're going to be yoking them in the face, which, again, does not inspire confident imagery. But I digress. I think that's going to be it, man. I think that's going to be it. Unless, Wiley, Wiley, you're probably on a fourth cup of wine. You got anything crazy to say? And we're dropping. Honestly, no. You, you already <laughs> caught, asked me. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I thought was, he was already walking away with right, his he was like, yeah, right. He's like on his phone. Right. Kenny. Kenny. What? What? Get off your phone, bro. Come on. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> God, anyway, guys, that. that's going to be it from us here at Studio 149. We were joined by esteemed guest Wiley. I hope this is not the last time we see you on the channel, bro. Me neither. It's a good time. Absolutely. And that's going to be it again from us here at Studio 149, from our little studio in the Bronx to you guys. You already know the Broadway Vic. Kenny Castro, Wiley Homestead, Josh Liquid Mercury, and the Broadway Vic. You mentioned his name twice. I know. I did that on purpose. But, of course, that's because it's a callback to what I did earlier. And, of course, guys, the one, the only, Mr. Lightman. Do the sign-off, bro. You have the honors today. I don't know how to do You didn't even mention the, the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Check out Young Young Lion, Lion Sosa's, Microdosing. It's on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere you can stream music. You'll find it. It's an incredible song. We're gonna ride out to that. And until then, until the next episode, we'll see you. We love you. Bye. Later. Peace. Peace. Yo, why does Josh never say bye? <laughs> Josh never says bye. Bye. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't believe in goodbyes, only hellos. Oh, that's love. That's love. Cut it off. I know.